A fee has been paid by the Animal Rescue League for the editorial content of the following program. This is News Radio 1040, WHO. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to ARL Animal Connection. Good morning, Carol. Good morning, Mick. How are you? Good. It's beautiful out there. It's going to be a wonderful day. Yes, this weather, it's just been wonderful. Yeah. Kind of went from, you know, snow and cold to bam. I think a few people are happy about that. Yeah, and it's Iowa, for gosh sakes. So we love Iowa. Oh, what a week. Been a busy week. It's been a busy week. You've been very busy getting ready for the 26th annual Animal Rescue League Raise Your Paw Auction benefit. Which is? It is tonight. tonight. Yeah. Yes. We were down at the Iowa Event Center all day yesterday, uh, taking all our items down, getting yep. them all set up, and uh, back there for today. And then tonight's the event. So. Very, it's finally. very exciting. Yes, finally. I feel like I worked <laughs> yeah. on this for six months. Um, yeah, no, it's very exciting. So yeah. thank yeah. you to everyone who's with all their help. And, you know, this this event is kind of like a village, you know. Yeah. So um, great people and great volunteers that help set it up. And the really cool thing about it is there's like almost 400, a little over, items that are auctioned off via silent or live auction and all the money raised from that goes back to the animals so it's one of those benefits if you come and you bid and you spend money um you know it's all gonna go to a great cause of helping animals even the ticket goes to the animals yeah so. so it's um anyway so great about that and uh thank you to everyone and we're um all the businesses and people donated items as well. So we have some great items this year. So it's very exciting. Um, you can get information about the auction. Uh, we are pretty much sold out. But in case anyone cancels attending today, you mm-hmm. can potentially grab a couple Ooh. last tickets. Um, and you can call the ARL or you can get on our website and check that out. So It's one time a year I wear a suit. Yeah, that's right. If you want to see Mick in a suit, come to the auction tonight. There you go. That's That'll right. be a draw card. There you go. That's the draw right there. So anyway, questions, people can call in at 284-1040. Yep, or fun stories. Fun and stories. We'd love to hear them. Yep. Um, we've got lots going on other than the auction, which we'll talk about as we go. And as usual, our trivia question. Yep. And, and Joyce, if you're listening, you won the trivia question last week. Yep. And uh, also tickets to the auction. And we have your au- your tickets to the Raise Your Paw auction on our will call under the name Joyce because we unfortunately don't have your address or your last <laughs> name. So if you're listening, if you could please call in this morning and tell um, the person who answers the phone that you're Joyce and give us your address. We want to mail you out your ARL Animal Connection mug. Um, so can't listen to the show without drinking your beverage in the mouth. Right, that's exactly right. So, anyway, do you want to? Oh, looks like we already have a call this yeah. morning. So let's go ahead and talk to Gabe while he's on the phone. Morning, Gabe. Hi, Gabe. Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Of course, no problem. How can we help? Hey, uh, I'm looking at trying to identify a, a trainer that I'd like to take my dog to. Okay, and I was wondering if you had any sort of I guess, recommendations on questions to ask or kind of flags that would go up to make me want to avoid a certain trainer or anything like that when talking to them or just things to consider uh, when trying to, you know, pick and choose who I'd like to take my dog to. By all means. Um, first thing I say to people is go and audit the class. So go and sit in. 
watch how the trainer interacts with the clients and the animals, well, the animals are the clients too, and what's the goal of the classes and what are you trying to achieve? That's the first thing. Uh, second thing is training techniques. Uh, a lot of people, you know, go to trainers and they may be using techniques or tell them to do something and because they're the subject expert, people go, oh, okay, you, you know, you're trained, you're the professional. If it doesn't feel right, it's not right. Um, all, all the Animal Rescue League classes, for example, are positive reinforcement, no verbal or physical correction, and we train animals just as well, if not better, than anyone else. There's no need for adversives, and just because they're legal doesn't make it right. We've come so far in animal training and behaviour. So it's what you feel comfortable with as well, and um, the person is the biggest thing. Because with there's trainers, or you know, I've worked with lots of trainers, and they can train animals to do just about anything, but can they get the message to the people? Because we're not actually training the dog; we train you guys to teach your pet what you want it to do. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right. Well, I think that gives me something to go off of, at least. Yep. Um, you know, again, when I when I. So, you know, there's two schools of training. There's the correction training where with the, you know, verbal or choke chains or pinch collars or... And I've been doing this for a very, very long time. Worked at most of the countries i worked in, including and Australia. It, Australia, all those pinch collars and electrics are illegal in most states. So I didn't... I don't use any of that equipment, never have. And as you know, I've been lucky enough to train birds and marine mammals and they're all the same learning techniques so we've come a long way in training so um you know we just got to look at what we're doing and be comfortable with your trainer as well and small classes so shouldn't be any more than eight dogs per class is what i'd recommend okay that's good to know yeah all right cool well, that that gives me enough to go off of uh, appreciate the help all right no problem thank you gabe it's a good question all right. Great questions. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's so nice nowadays people actually think about those things. And yeah. Not everybody may be the right fit for your dog or what you're trying to do. So yeah. check it out. Just like we check out doctors and dentists and stuff like that. You need to exactly. check out who's training your dog. So. Yep. And if you're not happy, um, you should say something. Yep. As well, don't be shy. Um, if it's not working for you or it's not a good fit, talk to whoever's running the classes or the owner or the organization head you know manager yep. and just say hey i was in your class and this doesn't feel right to me yeah and we for our class especially we go okay what can we do to help you there's also dogs that don't fit into classes sometimes they might be highly reactive or had a bad experience with other dogs or strangers and if we have that we get those dogs in our classes and we notice that then we find another alternative for you so whether that be some one-on-ones or um, we've got some new classes coming up that I can I'll talk about later, but the the training establishment should try and find you an answer. And the big thing is, if you go to a trainer and they are using correction, that anxious animals when you cor I don't know about you, but if I'm uptight and someone starts correcting me, it doesn't make me feel any better. Right. That's all I'll say on that. Yep. So yep. just heads up. So. 
The coolest thing was in the news this week. It has nothing to do with dogs or cats. Do tell. But uh, this week there was a report that um, a rhinoceros that was at a Chicago zoo Mm -hmm. basically uh, needed to have a CT scan or something about a nasal problem. Right. So what's believed to be the first CT scan performed on a rhino happened this week. Uh, which is so cool. Uh, Layla is the rhino's name. She's seven and a half years old. She weighs 2,300 pounds, and she lives at the Whoa. Brookfield Zoo in great Chicago. Zoo. Yeah, great zoo. Um, anyway, she was having some problems with her nasal passageway, and the zoo officials said they're trying to get a picture of it and see what's going on so they could do surgery or whatever. Yeah. So uh, she was too big to move into the zoo's hospital uh, to do it. So they basically um, brought in a CT scanner to this pachyderm house. Wow. And it's just incredible because they needed a front loader to lift her onto the surgical table. So they got a front loader to do that. And then 40 staff members um, helped with the process. And they had done practice runs on all of this with 2,300 pounds of concrete. So they kind of knew what they were doing before yep. they brought her in but anyway she has an abnormal tissue near an upper molar and she's going to do it be getting some surgery now but it was like the first ever they believe to be ct scan performed on a rhino amazing isn't that amazing that is it's so cool uh the yeah. you know advances that have been made in veterinary medicine even to be able to do these kind of things just to help our animal friends out but it's really cool because you see the pictures and like she's getting wheeled in she's like in the ct thing and it's just that's very cool yeah, it's so cool i would have loved to have been there that's so <laughs> neat so did you ever work with rhinos if you ever no yeah i have been lucky enough to pat the baby rhino when it was a baby down at blank oh, park how cute was it oh, those little popcorn jumps like yeah when it was learning how to yes. yeah yeah, amazing people down at our local zoo. Yeah, we um, do have a amazing yep. zoo right here in Des Moines and our friends down at the zoo. So We yeah. were lucky enough. Uh, I met with uh, one of the trainers down there and we organized a cross-training. Yeah, it's cool. Um, so we're doing that um, because the techniques we use is the same as what we do for exotics. Yeah, so, so the neat. the marker and the rewards. And the education department, we hung out with them and watched them do armadillos and possums and foxes and owls. And and uh, then we got to go down to the seals as well, yeah. the pinnipeds, and it got to my guys got to go on deck with them, which they, you know, we have our intern from Bosnia. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I've never been to a zoo before. Wow. So this is his first experience for the zoo, being yeah. back of house. I said, sorry, I've ruined every other zoo yeah. experience for you. But... It's really good to show, um, you know, there was a panda, a, a red panda. They were giving, um, doing targeting, so getting put his nose and giving injections. Okay. And no force, no holding down. And he's looking at it and going, then why do we do this with other animals? Right. We don't have to. Right. If you take the time and you get training... You can do just about anything. Yeah. So. Yeah. And the neat thing is, you know, I mean, you look at like, you learn those things about what the Blank Park Zoo here is doing and, mm-hmm. you know, then you kind of start to question, you know, let's do that. Let's do that in any opportunity we have with animals. We don't need yeah. to be forced in anything. Correct. So, yeah, it's I so cool. I love how we draw blood like people. We use a, what we call a peanut butter muzzle, but it's not a pe- muzzle. Yeah. It's a peanut butter jar that they lick the peanut butter while you're drawing blood. Right. They're like, okay. Yeah. 
You know, they just stay in there. I don't know. For me, though, as a human, they could try to give me a cookie, and <laughs> I still don't want my blood drawn. But, you know, I'm glad it works for them. That's I'm really one of those awesome. odd folks. That doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> they go, do you want to watch this? I say, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. That's funny. We due for a break real soon. We huh? are due for a break. So we're going to take a break. We come back. We've got a lot more to cover, and we've got questions that were submitted as well. So we'll start covering that. And uh, 284-1040, feel free to call us about questions or great stories. And we'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to ARL Animal Connection, part of our new, more live and local weekends on News Radio 1040 WHO. We're back. Animal Rescue League, ARL Animal Connection. 284-1040. If you want to call in, ask us some questions, uh, tell us some fun stories, please do. I was just looking at our website and uh, www.arl-iowa.org and looking at the barn animals. We have just some beautiful roosters Uh for adoption. So that's time of year now with it being spring. If you're looking for a rooster please come out and adopt they are gorgeous wow all different colors uh, good so, looking birds yeah be sure and check them out and see if we can uh, adopt out your rooster to you yep and so. uh chat to your neighbors yes that if you are going to get one because roosters like to be a rooster yeah and crow in the morning so which oh, is a lovely sound love to some. sound yeah um <laughs> maybe not to you some and your city ordinance as well sometimes right. cities may not allow roosters so yeah just check yeah so could save you any hassles right exactly and uh on along with those too when you click on pets we get some great videos yeah we sure do we and sure do get some fun stuff and you can see them um other than just a still you know yeah it's nice yeah uh we've been actually been working on also the oh, every year at the rage pro auction mm-hmm. we have a auction video and so we've been working on that as well which will be shown tonight <clears throat> and um huge thank you to screenscape studios um they're a video production company in des moines and they have yeah. just donated uh doing this wow. auction video for us for absolutely years yep. they put together an amazing video it showcases um at the rage Paw auction and then after that we'll have it up on our website but it's really cool it kind of shows some of the new things we're doing and um captures kind of things that we just do on a daily basis you know maybe people know about everything maybe they don't so um it's a really neat Neat auction. A huge thank you to Screenscape uh, Studios for doing that. And then also uh, Universal Printing. They did Mm -hmm. all of our printing for us this year. Um, Markey's uh, Rental. They um, also um, sponsored all the lighting and the AV at our event tonight. So that's really great. And then a huge thank you to Adventureland. Um, They are sponsoring our event overall. And uh, just really appreciate Adventureland and all that they do for us. So thank you to all of those sponsors. We're in such a wonderful city, aren't we? We are and it's not just you know i mean i wish we had across the board seven hours to name every single business in person and place that's helping us out but you yep. will be able to see those on our website our auction program tonight um because we list them all we're so grateful to live in the community we live in um just help it's amazing the, the video they do is so powerful yeah it is such a great job and it's a room where nearly a thousand people go silent right um so they did scare me though 
I was walking down the footpath and a drone flew over. I'm like, what's <laughs> yeah. going on here? They oh, were doing drone those... footage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay, what's going on? Yeah, it was really cool. I, I don't know the, really the laws and the rules of drones. They checked them out before they, yep. you know, did it um, and obviously got our permission to do it. But it was over our property. But it it's fascinating, you know, and then you look at the video later of it and, you know, yep. see that. I mean, you can see the horses. You can see. I mean, so it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's cool. So, anywho, um, well, I don't know if you want to try to take one of these yeah, let's do it. questions before we have to take another break. A couple of minutes. But um, Pam called in, and she re- recently lost her dog of 16 years. And she decided she really wanted to get um, two dogs this time mm-hmm. so that they if she loses one she's still got one they've got a friend okay. when she's not home so her question is and um you know should she come out to the amorous and adopt one and then come and get another one should she get two at the same time yep um how what's the best way for her to think through that uh if she's concerned about one not needing the other in case something else happens mm-hmm. down the road what i normally suggest with that is get one and acclimate you know make get to where you want to be with that one pet then bring another dog in um get getting two strange dogs because we have our bonded pairs but of course when you have bonded there's normally one that um is pretty well connected to the other one um normally sort of the what was the be the word runs the show leader the lead yeah yeah yeah, you know I don't like yeah. that word. So, I know. but you know, is a little bit more confident. And the other one's a bit of a follower, or yeah. vice versa, or whatever it may be. So sometimes, you know, bonded buddies are fantastic because you've got two dogs, straight up five cats, whatever they are. Yep, uh, they already know each other. You already know each other. Yep. You know, there's going to be no hassles. They eat together. They live together. Yep, everything's happening, and so that is a really good option. Um, and some when something happens. Often, well, animals do go through um, grieving periods. Yeah. We know that. So that's something that you could think about, but they will also come through the grieving as well. So bonded buddies are still great. But if you're concerned about that, single dog, get it where you need it to be. In other words, settle in and potty trained and anything else that you're thinking of and then bring a new family member in together. Yeah. So that way they will live together harmoniously, but they haven't been brought up together, which would help with that situation, maybe. Sometimes they bond strongly. Yeah. It happened in my house. Um, They came in at different times, um, but one of my dogs was so depressed when the other girl passed. I'm like, I've never seen this from you before, yet you didn't sleep with her, you didn't lie around with her all the time. Yep. You sort of hung out. I didn't even think you liked each other. Yep. But, yeah. Yeah, and when we get back from break, another one of our questions we got this morning was about uh, a dog that had lost its cat friend. Yeah. And we really need to talk about, and I want to talk about, you know, the grieving of animals and bonding and that sort of thing and things we can do as humans to help them mm-hmm. through that grieving process, but also recognize some of those symbols or signs they may be sending off are going to be really passive. So, you know, but that doesn't mean they're not going through a grieving process and what we can do to help with that. So we're going to take our break that we need to take and we come back. We'll talk more about that and uh, answer some more questions as well and have our trivia question. Yeah. We'll be back.
You're listening to ARL Animal Connection, part of our new, more live and local weekends on News Radio 1040 WHO. Welcome back, everyone. Um, before the break, we were talking, well, back, uh, we had the call from Gabe about classes. And uh, we'll do our trivia question in a second at 284-1040 for the first correct answer to the question, which you'll ask in a minute. But then while we're waiting for callers, I'll talk about some new classes we got coming up. Um, Something new this year that we're doing, so it's interesting. Great. So here's the question. All right, and again, first caller calls in. This week it's an Aerial Animal Connection mug. And Joyce, yep. if you're look at, listening, please call us and just give us your address too for, so we can send your mug out from last week. But all right. You ready, you ready for with, with the spring? Spirit, the theme of spring. So what was Bugs Bunny's original name? That is just, I had no idea mm-hmm. Bugs Bunny had another name besides Bugs Bunny. Neither did I till I read this. Yeah, that was crazy. So we're looking for Bugs Bunny's original name and the first caller to call in at 284-1040 and get that answer correct. We will send you out an ARL Animal Connection mug. Yep, and over the next couple of weeks with the bunnies and the wildlife and all that, you know, um, there's lots of little things and tricks and tips on our website at arl-iowa.org that we can help you out with there. But we'll bring William back and some of the... See who we can get in to talk to us about what we should do when we do find those little litters of bunnies and stuff. Yeah, so. really kind people that just don't know. And um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna t- give you those tips so that if you do, you know exactly what you should do. Yeah, in that situation, because we certainly appreciate people caring enough to to reach out, even on wildlife. Yeah. So, okay. So about these training classes. Yeah. What do you got? We got three new classes, and we got rowdy rovers. Rowdy rovers. rovers yeah. Okay. Help, helps dogs learn to make uh, polite choices when they get excited and they forget their manners. So that's a good one. It's small groups, of course, because we're working on uh, those behaviours. Um, courageous canines. It's designed for shy dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that are who are you know they're shy of new places. People, life can be a little bit scary for them. So, as I was talking earlier, some dogs, you know, class isn't the right thing for them. So we we're doing smaller, more specialised classes with set exercises for those. And then of course we've got those uh, little Einsteins out there that keep wanting to do more and learn more. And so we've got enriched Einsteins, which is a perfect class for dogs. Already know the basic skills and manners, um, but would like to new, learn new games. So it's a games-based class with our food treat and um, our puzzles and all those sorts of things are incorporated in the training to keep them even more mentally stimulated, give them problem solving, and uh, just get their brains working. Those are that's just really cool. They're fun. <clears throat> we'll come back and talk about a little bit more about that with for sure as well but it oh, looks like james was first so yep. let's start with james and see if he's got the answer hey james how you doing i'm good how are you we are great yeah what do you think well i actually had to cheat and ask somebody else and they told me it was like just rabbit not like quite cat- yep sorry james not quite there close but not the answer all right thank you though thank you all yep. right, Mark, you're next. Hi, Mark. 
was like Bugsy. No, it no. wasn't Bugsy. Sorry, Mark. Thank you. Thank right, you. Thank you for calling in. Okay, Mike, you're next. Hey, Mike. Uh, how about a wild hair? Oh, that's cute. <laughs> it's wrong, but it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks for calling, though. <laughs> okay, we're still looking for Ooh. the correct answer. So we're looking for Bugs Bunny's original, original name. name. Yeah. So. Bugs Bunny's original name. Call two eight four ten forty if you have an answer to that. It's hard. I had no idea, and I nah. I was a Bugs Bunny fan, so yep. I had no idea. So okay, it looks like Carl's on the phone now too. So let's try Carl. Hey, Carl. Good morning, all. Morning, Carl. What do you think? Uh, I, I I'm I go back a ways, and my kids used to watch it. I think it's called A Wild Hair. Oh, that's not the answer I have. What was Bugs Bunny's original name and? The internet has given me a different answer. Sorry about okay. that. Thanks for right. calling in, though. Thanks for listening. All right. I'm well, making this one tough. That's all right. We need to throw a tough one out there once at every once in a while. And there you go. Pet Bugs Bunny, like the ultimate rabbit, kind of needs to be the, you know, kick off to spring conversations. Mm-hmm. I, I know you love your things. Themes. I know. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> okay, Bob's on the phone, too. Hey, Bob. Hey, Bob. Hi, Bob. Hello. Hey. You have an answer for us? Answer, I think the answer is Rascally Rabbit. Uh, they're all good, but uh, not correct. But nice try. Ah. Thank you. Yeah. I, these names are hilarious. They're good. Pe- I, I, people, people are thinking. They really are. They really nailed that what that could have been called so it's just too funny so uh looks like diane is now calling in so i'll see if diane's got it hey diane how are you this morning hi good good what do you think i want to say it's like walter not walter not either walter either not walter. Okay. Uh-uh. thank you though <laughs> thank appreciate you. you calling we may have to give a clue i think we've yep. you know well one of the earlier caller had half the name right. The last name was Rabbit. Yeah. Something Rabbit. So that's what we're looking for. Yeah. Something Rabbit. So 284-1040 if you have a uh, guess on that. And again, we're looking for Bugs Bunny's original name, and it's Something Rabbit. So we'll see where we're at. Oh, it looks like Jean is on the phone. Hi, Jean. Hi, Jean. How you doing? I'm fine, thank you. What do you think? How about Happy Rabbit? Yay! Yay! There we go. Got it. Thank you so much. <laughs> How did you know that, Jean? <laughs> did you have to look it up? I did. That's all right. <laughs> Good for you. That's so all right. Did I. Seriously, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. So did I. That's how I found it. Exactly. That one was just crazy. So, okay, Jean, you hang on the phone, and we're going to get your address, and we'll mail you out an ARL Animal Connection mug. Okay. Okay. Thank you. So thank much. you so thank much you. for calling in. Yes. So, Bugs Bunny original name was Happy Rabbit. Yeah. Yes. So, thank you for all the callers, though. Those very fun to have a trivia question so many people call in so. it is fantastic very cool so back to your classes before yes. we got to the trivia, you were talking about the rowdy rovers the courageous canines and the enriched einstein class yeah new for dogs coming out when do those start how do people find out about them and the, get your dog enrolled they actually start monday okay if folks go to our website at arl-iowa.org um, two ways you can go to behavior and training or go to get involved then go to the drop-down events calendar, and you can see on Monday the 30th, the three classes are there. You just click on which one you're interested in, and they're at 5, 6, and 7 p.m., and gives you you can register online. If you have any questions, you can contact the cost, all the information, 
Of uh, course, for those classes, uh, dogs six months and older, because we have our puppy program and our puppy classes for the others, and adolescent classes, and it gives you all the details there, register online, and away you go. That's great. Love those names of those classes, too. Very yeah. cute. So They tell you what it's all about just in a name. Yes, they absolutely do. So, <clears throat> and um, yeah, all our sorry. events, everything we talk about, the... Um, we have a groundwork and trial for our horses to, for the next two days uh, clinic with Kelly Paulson out at our um, Second Chance Ranch and Crydney Arena. Um, so they're all on our web. Everything we do is on our website, everything we talk about, and we make it so easy for folks, whether you want to be a rider and in the challenge or whether you want to audit, you can do everything online. You don't have to wait for a ticket to come back or anything else and register, pay, and away you go. Yeah, lots of information. So, okay, before we were talking about the trivia question, before we were talking about the classes, um, <clears throat> we had somebody call in. But we also had a question this week that was talking about um, she, her dog and her cat were extremely bonded. Yeah. And her cat passed away from old age. Um, and her dog is just really grieving and not having any energy and just she's really worried about her dog now and wants to know you know should she go out and get another cat should she just let the dog go through this are there things she could do mm -hmm. to help her dog at this point yeah um what i would ask people to do when and that when a pet passes away is not get rid of everything we've still got odors and scents and which you know that's part of remembrance. Mm -hmm. um, I would leave some of those around for the pet. Um, take your time, observe, you know, look at eating. There will be changes in behavior. They will be sad, you know, lethargic, yep. depressed. Yep. Maybe a little bit grumpy. Yeah. Could manifest in different formats. Mm -hmm. um, so some understanding at those times is important. It sounds like we're talking about us, but... Yeah. Um, and again... All animals grieve differently. Some move on very quickly and others take time or others may need someone really quick. So um, knowing your pet, making sure they're physically healthy yeah. if you're concerned. So if there's changes, take them to the vet first and just don't just put it down to the grieving. There could be other things going along with it that you know may be masked by the grieving. So make sure they're healthy and then we know it's behavior. Yeah. You know, a friend of mine um, did this with her cat. She had a pair of cats, and one of them passed away. And so she waited a little while, but then she fostered a cat. Yeah. Because she thought, I don't know if my cat's ready for another cat or not. So she fostered a cat, and her cat had, like, nut, didn't want anything to do with it, whatever. So she that cat was adopted out to our shelter cat getaway program. Yep. Then she waited a little while. She brought another cat in, and they completely bonded. Yep. Like, completely bonded. So she immediately, you know, adopted that cat. And those two now have bonded, been, you know, a, a pair. So yeah. um, I thought that was also an interesting approach to it, too, was to say, let them kind of decide. And the only way to do that was to foster and say, hey, is it, you know, is this a match or not for you? Fostering is such a great way for everyone to get a feel. Yeah. Um, plus, we love our fosters. It could be Absolutely. for could be for two days, two weeks, two months. Who knows? Yep. Depending on what you're fostering for. But there's lots of different levels or needs for fostering. Um, and 
yeah, my animals choose who come into the house. Yeah. I don't. You know, I go, oh, I'd really like you. All right, guys, what do you think? Nah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But someone else adopts, so that's yeah, good. Yeah, of course. But Bubbles was the same. She disliked every other dog that I tried to introduce her to, and then Dottie came along and she went, now they sleep together. Yeah. Which she's never done. Yeah. So, you just, yeah. But what a great way to do that if you're just unsure. You oh, know, yeah. Um, yeah. To foster and say, is this the match or not? And maybe it's not the time and yep. that sort of thing. But um, I really, you know, it's such a, it's such a sad kind of, you know, subject to talk about. But it's so important to talk about the grieving process yeah. for our pets yeah. because I think – Again, you know, everything's changing with how we look at pets and everything. But you used to think, okay, they don't really have those bonds. So, you know, they lose one and, you know, we're grieving, but they weren't so much. And really, they do grieve. And the hard question is, you know, I've been asked and thought about it when my animals pass, is should the other pet see the other pet? Yep. Um, Sometimes I wish I had. Yeah. um, Like with one of mine, it was very sudden. It was an emergency trip, didn't come home, and I'm wondering whether that caused, caused more hardship. Yeah. Um, so Because they just didn't know what happened. Their friend yeah. disappeared, and they didn't know why. And didn't come back. Right. When it's sudden. I mean, sometimes, yeah. I, sometimes this is all probably me, and, but sometimes I feel like if they're ill, like they can sense that the other pet's ill, yep. and maybe that's got a little more closure for them, but yep. that's probably me injecting my, you know. But we don't know. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, um, so. but that was one of mine. And then afterwards, because of my grieving, you know, there was the cremation process and so on. And then I stopped and went, well, what about you? Right. You know, I just wanted, I'm one of those people that it's happened. I'll do the next step. And that's my process. But, yeah, my dog was lost because it was so sudden. Yeah. So. We are going to have to take another break here in just a few minutes, but um, I think we've got a caller to talk to us, too. So maybe when we come back, and yep. the caller, if you'll just stay on the line, we'll be back in just a few minutes from break, and we'll lead out with you. So we'll uh, take your call just as soon as we get back then. So uh, we'll take a break, and we'll be back in just a minute. All right. Welcome back, old. Winding up the show, George has been patiently waiting flew. on the line. Flying yes, by. It is flying by. Hi, George. Oh, hi. How are you? Thank you for waiting, George. Fine. Uh, have a great morning. Great. Uh, something I wanted to share. Uh, yeah. This is back when I was a kid, and the dog got run over, uh, but the cat and dog never never got along. It was uh, by the cat's choice. She was always scratching and snarling hey you ain't getting close to me you know blah 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 yeah but um when the dog was dead she came over and sniffed and realized he was dead uh for three days she constantly had to be in someone's lap Mm. and it was like her you know leg was over her eyes you know like oh my i was never kind to him i never tried to get (laughs) along you know it was like she was crying and pouting yeah. After three days, it was like, okay, my grieving's over with, and she seemed to have snapped out of it. Yep. Yeah. It was probably it was the, just like she was a human. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Probably the t- grieving process timing for that particular pet. So yeah. yeah. And even though they may hiss and spit and swat, obviously there was some feelings there, wasn't there? Yep. 
and we just never knew it. Yeah. So, that's thanks. all I had. But thanks I'll, for sharing, anything, George. Any other uh, comments, I'll, I'll just be off the air. Okay. And God bless you all, and have a great day. Thank, Thank you, George. You, George. you too. Um, we got a text while we were talking to last break. You yep. you'd answered the question earlier about the woman who's... Um, dog she was wondering about getting one yep. or two and then uh somebody just texted and asked if they get one and then they go to get another dog mm-hmm. down the road how do you suggest doing a intro real quick to make sure that they yeah. actually are going to bond you were talking about your two dogs and meeting the dogs so that's what they were wondering yeah, yeah. um the the old adage which is still true neutral territory mm-hmm. per se uh our staff at the animal rescue league if you come to us um we will ask you to bring your pet in and well you can bring your pet in we make a time for you so we know we have the time um you know give you the required time as long as it takes take the dogs out for a walk outside if the weather's good and just do a slow introduction or meet them in the in the rooms just walking around our staff are well versed on that they'll give you their you know view yeah and we watch the interactions and just see again it's not the be all and end all but it's a definitely a good way to to see the initial introductions if you um, get a pet from another shelter or wherever that may be then i always like going for walks Mm -hmm. so and then they you know if you do do the introduction at home there is studies out now that show that the resident dog should be outside and the new dog should be inside and you bring Mm. the resident dog in interesting so yeah Someone sat and watched a lot of interactions to get that information for us. So see if that was right or not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but again, neutral territory walk. A locomotive movement is always good when you're introducing dogs instead of just standing there and waiting to see. That's very awkward. Yeah. For any of us. So, but walking along, they're smelling things, they're doing things. Oh, hi, how you doing? You know, casual introductions, then split them off. It's like meeting a new neighbour. You know, it's a wave over the fence and then it's, how you doing? And then, you know, do you want a glass of wine? Yeah. Or you don't talk to each other, depending (laughs) on the neighbour. And dog introductions is much like that. Just quick hello, split up, then, you know, another couple of minutes, a little bit longer, and you just bring them together and that'll give you a really good indication. Yeah. And the thing is, is, you know, if you end up adopting a dog from us or anywhere else, we, of course, try to make those matches right out of the gate. But yeah. if they don't end up being a match when you get them home, and that's, I mean, you can bring the dog back to us and we can help you try to make a different match. That's I mean, okay. You know, that's okay too, because yep. we want it to be a happy home. And I've moved in with people and it didn't get along. <laughs> So, <laughs> that's the end of that. Yeah, that's so. the end of that. So, and sometimes it just doesn't work. That's so, right. Yeah. Well, we are out of time. Thank you, everyone who called in. I hope you all have a great weekend. Thanks, everyone. Pour it forward. Pour it forward. Des Moines, and iHeart Radio Station, and on your HD radio, KDRB HD2, News Radio 1040, WHO.